0: The playoffs? Don't talk about the playoffs. Well, that's right, everyone. This is Tomlin Online Big Blue, bringing you the best of New York sports talk entertainment. It's Tuesday. We are out yesterday. We missed all day yesterday. We uh, we had about. You know, kids are great. You gotta love kids. But the only problem is, kids bring everything home from school from. The cold, the flu, and the stomach virus, and right now, ravaging through the online big blue house, is the cold, the flu, and a stomach virus. So I was taken down on Sunday night, missed all day Monday, couldn't even get out of bed on Monday, but wanted to make sure I jumped on the mic and did a video today to speak about the New York Giants and their big win over the Washington Commanders. Uh, you know what? the The playoff scenario is coming into focus. Uh, the Giants had something ridiculous, like a ninety percent chance of making the playoffs, that they beat Washington, which they did, twenty to twelve. Um, And if they would have lost, their playoff scenario would have dropped down to like 33%. And now they're saying that there is a possibility that the Giants can clinch in week sixteen, week, week sixteen, with a certain scenario, and those three scenarios would be: the Giants win, Detroit loses at Carolina, and Seattle loses at KC; or the Giants win and Detroit loses at Carolina, and Washington loses at San Francisco; or the Giants win and Seattle loses at Kansas City, and Washington loses at San Francisco. Um, I still think thinking that ten wins are going to be needed to clinch that final playoff spot. Uh, it's going to be a tough road to hoe coming up next week with going into Minnesota play the 11 and three Vikings who are currently the number two C in the NFC um, central. Um, you know what? It's 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 a it's a great time to be a giant fan. It was a fun game um, on Sunday. It was it was it was a nice win for this team. It was a good win for this team. It showed what a defense can do And what defense can be made of if you can generate a pass rush? All the accolades need to go to Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojalari because without them, the Giants don't win this game. If we want to be perfectly honest about this, the Giants don't win yesterday if the defense uh, yesterday, two days ago, if the the defense doesn't step up. And I pointed this out on Twitter that Kayvon Thibodeau had just as many touchdown drives as Daniel Jones did. You can't sit there and keep relying on Graham Gano to kick you fifty-yard field goals. To win these games, we need to put something together on offense. We need to figure out a continuity. But if the defense keeps playing this way, and this is just one game, we don't know if this is a snapshot. We don't know if this is a microcosm in time. But if they can keep playing this way, if they can keep generating a pass rush, if uh, if Kayvon Thibodeau can go crazy like he did on Sunday. Uh, it's going to be something special to watch for the giants coming up these next couple of weeks. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs and make a huge run, but I am, I'm not, excuse me. I'm not saying that once they get into the playoffs, they're going to make a huge run. They're going to make a 2007 or 2011 run. But I am saying this, if you are able to do what needs to be done, if you can take care of business, if you have that breakout game, like Kayvon Thibodeau had, it's going to be interesting down the stretch. And I think that's what we need to look at. Now we've been waiting for this type of performance from Kayvon Thibodeau now for oh since since training camp. And it hasn't come. And like, like I said, I don't know if this is an aberration. I don't know if this is if this is going to continue. But you know what? You have to enjoy it for one game. Um, I, I, I see the stats that, well, he had, he's had 19 pressures and, and four games, on Thibodeau did, before this breakout game. That, pressures mean nothing. We've gone over this a million times before. Pressures are a pro football-focused stats. Pressures are not factored into when people in the NFL take a look at players. And I can tell you this firsthand. It's quarterback hits that they look about at. It's sacks. It's finishing the plays. Pressures mean nothing. Pressures are a stat for fans to take a look at and say, oh, well, you know what? He had this many pressures. It means nothing when you're sitting there in an NFL locker room. And you have to just look at it that way, and of course, like I said, K-Bomb was all over the field. He was making. I I hate when people go. He was Lawrence Taylor esque. No, he wasn't Lawrence Taylor esque. I I've watched Lawrence Taylor from his rookie season till the day he retired as a Giant. He is that was that was a performance f- for the ages in reference to the last Giants the last ten years. Ten, to, uh, excuse me, twelve total tackles plus a strip sack, and he scooped it up and he scored by himself. Uh, three tackles for losses. It, it was a game. That you wanted to see out of this kid. It was a Von Miller type game. It was a game that, you know, it's it's a game, it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a Derek Thomas in there. It's you want to see him control the game. You want to see him make a difference in the game. I did notice, and we pointed this out many times the last couple of weeks, if you were watching Cave on Thibodeau, he was cutting his pass rush more to the inside. He wasn't looping around as much. Uh, we talked about that ad nauseum that if you watched him over the first part of that season, when he used his outside rush move, he would loop more towards the sideline. And what would happen is the offensive tackle would just continuously push him out of the play by going that way. He seemed to cut his play in more, which is what you want to see with your rookie defensive end. I, I said it a couple weeks ago. I said, there is no, you know, you can, you know, there's there's nothing in the NFL rule books that says it's illegal to use an inside swim move there really isn't you could do that it was it was okay and you know what on a primetime night on a big game that the giants needed cavon became the man cavon became the guy he stepped up and he stepped up big time and that's what we, and that's what we need to look at for all the people that are going crazy saying that after one game this is this is back to the nascar days it's one game it's one game. Let's see what we do in Minnesota. Let's see what we do in Indianapolis. We still, ha- we still have some concerning issues on defense in reference to the secondary. Uh, and I'm not even sure if bringing back Dory Jackson and Xavier McKinney would help that or be an immediate help. But we need to focus on just generating the pass rush because I've said it a million times. A good pass rush can disguise or hide issues in the secondary just as a good secondary can hide deficiencies if you do not have a good pass rush so right now against washington this was a good pass rush this was this was the game that you were looking for to have for wink to have you were you were looking for wink wink's defense to step up and do something different be bold and mighty forces will come to your aid and that's what this team did and you have to give i have to give all the credit in the world to wink to Kayvon, to Aziz Ojalari, to Leonard Williams. Yes, to Leonard Williams. King of the almost sack. To Aziz Ojalari, to everyone else on that defense that stepped up huge. Because without them stepping up the way they did, we do not win this game. We do not win win this game at all. Now, there are some minor concerns right now, like I said, on the defense. We still need to worry about the defense secondary. But one of the things that is really glaring right now uh, and it needs to be addressed somehow is is the defense against the rush. Uh, uh, The rushing defense. I I mean, I don't know where that's went. If you take a look at what Washington did, 26 carries, 159, 6.1. Um, even Heineke had, uh, that big 15 yard run, uh, Brian Robinson jr. And 12 carries for 89 yards, 7.4. It, there's still, there's still that hole in the defense. There's still something very, there's still something very, very wrong there. Um, we need, and that needs to get cleaned up now. And what worries me a little bit is if you're going to get over aggressive on the rush, that offenses are going to take advantage of that and just go to a delayed handoff and they're going to take advantage. And when, when Daniel Jones always had his big runs the last couple of years, what would happen is, and usually if you ever watch it, he had it against Washington and Philadelphia. The reason being that Washington and Philadelphia usually have an over-aggressive rush. And when you have that over-aggressive rush, when you have people pushing forward, that leaves the middle of the field open. And Jason Garrett and um, Kafka have been smart enough at times to use that and take advantage of the over-aggressiveness. So I, I'm worried that the Giants may get enthralled with their with their newfound success on the pass rush and a team like Minnesota or a team that has a running back like Taylor over in Indianapolis may take advantage may take advantage of that. So these are things that you know these are all good problems to have if you're making a push towards the playoffs. If you're not making if you're eight five and one and making the push towards the playoffs and you're four and two away, uh, you have to take a look at this and say no, these are good problems to have. Because of the fact that means you're still moving forward, you're still moving towards the playoff, you're still moving the, in the right direction. If you are, if we were, you know, three, seven and one, it, it would these these things would be things that would be mainly concerned about that we would have that would have a. It, that would give you heartburn, and indigestion. But right now, like I said, with the team at eight four and one, moving towards the playoff push, have a ninety one percent chance of making the playoffs. The scenario is a little bit better. Um, but like I said, you need to just understand, and the team needs to understand. I think they do, and I think the I think the Giants' coaching staff and the front office has always done a wonderful job in reference to keeping this team grounded. I don't know about recent in the last few weeks. I've said this before. I think some players were buying a little bit more into their hype. Uh, Take Crowder would is a good example when, you know, he wanted to be unleashed and he was a healthy scratch uh, this week or yeah, it would be this. Well, it gets last week, even though the game was Sunday night. Uh, he was a healthy scratch and you had a couple other people that were running their mouths a little bit. But uh, when you play like that, I've said it before, when you're cocky, I say, what well, it ain't bragging motherfucker. If you back it up, if you play like this on defense, you're allowed to be as cocky as you want to be. And like I said, I have to give a big salute to Kayvon Thibodeau, 12 tackles, nine solo, one sack, three tackles for a loss, one quarterback hit, and a touchdown because that's the game. That's the game we have been waiting for this kid to have. That is the breakout performance. I love it because now after this, you have so many people that are like, oh, I told you he was the man. I was like, this is why I love Twitter because everything you put on Twitter, um, that's still there unless you delete it. I remember when people a couple weeks ago were saying this kid was a mistake. Same with Evan Neal. He was a mistake. He was a mistake. Now he's the Messiah. Now he's Lawrence Taylor. Oh, is it February yet? <laughs> uh, we had a great time streaming the game. Uh, I was actually a little sick during the game, so I, I didn't have that great that great of a time at the end, but I want to thank a uh, big personal shout-out to T. Brad, who came in and hung in for most of the game with us. Um, so It was a lot of fun. It was, uh, I'm not doing that again, but it was, a, it was a lot of fun to do a one-time thing. Will we do a live stream in the next couple of days? I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll have to see. I got, I got to think about it. Um, but we'll, we, you know, we'll, well, when that comes around, we'll figure that out. But like I said, you know, now the march is on to Minnesota. We got to kind of, you know, we got to see where we go from there, what we do from there. But like I said, at the end of the day, it was a good win. It was a fun win. You know, we're now third in the division we have to just keep up the pace. We have to hope that Washington loses next week. If Washington loses next week and and, and Detroit loses, it gives us a little bit more air to breathe. Because, like I said, I am concerned about Minnesota. Um, you have to worry about the the running ability of Indianapolis. Uh, our hopefully our saving grace may be that Philadelphia. We can you know clinch. Well, they've already clinched a playoff spot, but maybe they can have home field advantage clinched before you know the game that we play the final game of the season so you know that will help us if we need that extra win but you know what it was a good game it was a fun game and again this is Tim of the online big blue bringing you the best in New York giant sports talk in our team and as always if you like maybe subscribe if you ring that button are going to be with